This week on The Wise Guys. Right. Me. Who That's creates true. this stuff? Who creates the, the curriculum or the units that I do? And then have you all play roles to be a part of the team winning process and the formula? I'm LeBron. Hey, man. I can't, hey. I can't argue with that. And I started to say to myself, Kev, why would you say this, man? <laughs> this is very arrogant of you. This is not like you, Kev. That's, but, yeah. bro, you know why I can say it? Why? Because I can back it up. I'm willing to get my hands dirty and do the things that a lot of people normally wouldn't do. A lot of people, when they when, when it's 4 o'clock and they clock out, man, they're going home to their families, their friends, going to go watch the basketball game, have a, have, you know, have a cold one. They're not even thinking about the job. Right. I go home, learn how to do the music, and I'm thinking about, wow, Keon, you know, Keon or whoever the case may be will sound great on this track. Mm. Hey, I'm I, my greatness is that I'm working to build myself up in something and actually getting good at it to bring about the greatness in somebody else. And that's what LeBron does. He takes the average and he elevates them. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Mark Pruden, and you're now tuning in to the Wise Guys podcast, brought to you by Flowered Concrete. Yo, 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 what's going on? What's going on? This is your boy, Kevin Unglad. And this is Mark Pruden. And we are the Wise Guys podcast. Mark, we're back for our final week, man. How you feeling? It's a beautiful thing, man. A little cold outside, but... It's a blessing to be here. It's a blessing to be alive. Yes, it is, brother. I mean, I hate the cold. I'm right. I'm a January baby. My birthday's next month, January 21st. If you want to send me a gift, um, go to my website and click on my PayPal. And make sure when you do send me a monetary donation, be sure to say, hey, it's quite God. That's right. All What's right? going on? What's so, going on? Yes, the birthday's coming up. That's right. Um, but that aside, though, yeah, man, I just, I, I hate the cold. I'm miserable during this time. But... What makes me good in, you know, having to deal with the code is when I'm having to, like, you know, drive down 110 miles to shoot the podcast with my boy. You right. Know what I'm saying? It's, it's all worth thing. it. You know? Absolutely. It's all, all worth it. My brother, we've reached the end of yet another very fruitful and as well as fulfilling season. This is episode 46, man. Wow. Bred to lose and built to win. Hmm. Bread to lose and built to win. Oh, okay. man, you know I had to end it on a high note. Yeah, of course, of course. Bread to lose and built to win, man. And when you think about us as uh, human beings in society, especially those from the working class, mm-hmm. right, or the, 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 the less fortunate, I would say we are bread to lose, but yet right. everybody's built to win. Right. Anybody can make it in life, Right. And when I say make it, I don't mean we talked about this offline. Not everyone's gonna be LeBron James with the six eight freakish athletic exactly. wingspan and two solid two forty two fifty. No, no, yep. that's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying anybody can get off their ass if they truly try hard, apply themselves, find a passion, find a hobby, find something that they can laser focus on and do really good at, be productive at, and change the trajectory of their life around. Even if they're not seeking to acquire the pinnacle of wealth. Right. You know, just being comfortable and just investing like you would normally would say, or just, you know, just finding yourself living way above your means, you know, right. that can right. happen, you know? Yeah. So with that being said, my brother, I just kind of wanted to start off this episode with this question for you. Um, how important is it for us to experience losses among, among the journey? Let me not say among the journey. How important is it for us to experience losses while on the journey to success? That's the better way to phrase it. Well, I think it's very important. I mean... We don't necessarily have the blueprint uh, for success or, or proper guidance yeah. when it comes to our community. It's true. So 
these losses are usually the best teachers for us. Yeah. Because as we lose, we learn, okay, that's what's not to do. Here's what I can do moving forward. Mm -hmm. You start learning the way things work, especially with me with investing. I mean, when I first started investing, I lost tremendous amounts of money. Wow. You know? But those 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 losses were invaluable because the lessons that I learned from those losses will make me a multimillionaire. I love it. It's just didn't necessarily have the right guidance. So you start trying, experimenting. And when you try and experiment with money, right. you lose money. It's true. But the lessons learned will improve the way you invest going forward. It's true. So that's what it's all about, man. Losses are amazing. I love losing mm. because it just makes my knowledge grow. Talk about it. Because I can, it's, it's easy to tell somebody what to do. But I think it's more valuable to tell them what not to do. Mm, I like that. Because if someone tells you what to do, you may say, oh, wow, what if I try it this way? Right. And that may be the wrong way. But if That's I say, right. this is what not to do, you'll make sure you don't do that. That is a true You'll move around it. Yeah. yeah, I like that. Yeah. That's really, really good. No, man, I'm, I, I think that's really, really true. Um, before I move on to this question, you know, couple months prior back in September I shared that story both on the podcast and on my medium blog about me being canceled at that private school right bro that was the first true loss I've ever experienced in my life mm. and I guess I thought I or maybe I trained myself to just like think that I was invincible and that I could like take all these hits and not be affected by anything and that I would always win I would have an 82 and 0 record you know mm. and I remember you saying to me no, like you need to experience that kind of loss or those kind of losses in life because it humbles you and it humanizes you. Taking right. that gut punch or that punch straight to the face and you're foaming and you're leaking out the mouth full of yeah. blood, that, that kind of teaches you when you get back in the ring, you know, avoid his right hook because you know that's going to get you. You know what I'm saying? Like right. pivot, you know? Yeah. So you learn the lesson once to not repeat the same mistake again. And it was a true learning lesson for me, but looking back at it, man, this is gonna. This is, and I think you said it. It's all a part of the journey, and it's all a part of the. It's all. It's all going to be a part of the legacy of my story. Right. When I look back at it, all the greats went through something phenomenal. Yeah. Went through something terrible that allowed them to be resilient and to uh, build that thick skin and that toughness to succeed. Right. right. You know, you're not going to be, you're not going to be the um, the, the the captain of the ship or you know a general if you're busy. You know living your life with the mindset or the mentality of a soldier like oh my gosh right. I got hit oh, well, I don't, I don't want to be in the battle anymore right no you gotta have the, the, the if I'm a general everybody's a general if I'm a boss we're all bosses because we're all trying to you know move up the ladder and climb into the upper echelon together in our own ways you know mm -hmm. um, I think even Gary Vee said this forget matter of fact Gary Vee did say this but I'm, I want to go with Dame Dash mm -hmm. he said if you don't have a dream, I don't want you a part of my company. Because if you don't have a dream, how the hell are you going to fight for mines? Right. To work with me, to be under me, to be considered my employee, and I don't even consider it to be an employee. I consider you as someone who's working along with me. Because if you have a dream, I'm going to help you get to your dream by helping me out. And then when you better set, you better set yourself up and you leverage yourself in a better position... Where you know you've built your, your your clout and your status to a certain level, of course I expect you to leave me and go on and build your own thing. And when he said that, I was like, wow. I was like, so many people don't even talk about that. Right. You know. 
It's true. I mean, a lot of us have the mentality, you know, when it comes to employers, to get the talent and keep the talent. Right. You don't attract good talent with that mentality. It's true. Because real, ta- real talent just has pit stops. That's a fact. Don't you want that talent to grace your business before he moves on to Apple and Amazon? And, That's true. But we, we tend to just have this mentality of get them and keep them. Try to keep them. Offer them a little more. The real talent doesn't stay. That's a fact. Because real talent gets offered opportunities at different, you know, higher places. Mm-hmm. And eventually they go. It's true. And you have to accept that. It's interesting that you say that. Because I feel as if sometimes the talent themselves may feel inequipped and uh, ill-equipped, not inequipped, ill-equipped, and they may lack the confidence they need to go out there on their own and try to succeed because they don't want to get punched in the mouth. Oh, no, no, it's all, I'll just stay under Dave Dash. I know everything that's going to, you know. Right, right. You're disrespecting the man by working with him. Someone that wants to push you to greatness and says, oh, I only expect you to be here for three, three, four, five years, or is checking up on you every quarter or so and saying, so how's everything going? How's the family? How are you doing? How are you right. making out here? How, you know, how's progress been here for you in this department working here so far? Right. What are your future goals? Tell me. Because a man such as Dane Dash, he's in the status or in the position where he can mentor youth or mentor someone working under him because he's put in the years and he's showed the success over time. Right. And we always talk about this. we can't mentor shit because we're still growing. We're nowhere near the position. And if we did try to do so, that'd be inappropriate. Right. But a man such as that stature who is investing in you, he's saying... Hey, so what are you doing? Um, well, you know, so what are your goals in like five, ten years? What do you see yourself? What do you see yourself doing after this? Right. He's not afraid because he got to where he is. So he's expecting you not to be afraid. He's expecting you to go into the line of fire too. So why are you afraid? That's crazy. You know, it's that's funny because you know, like I said, most employers have the mentality of trying to keep the talent there for as long as possible. Right. So us as employees have, uh, some of us have, kind of learned to manipulate. And play along, mm. like you're at um, a bank, right? You know, and, and it says, "Oh, where do you see yourself in five to ten years?" Oh, I see myself as moving up in this company. You know, I'm going to be this, so true. The, the vice president. I want to be the uh, president of this and that. You know, you kind of lower your goals it's and try to so play into true. that. That it's weird, man. I've it's done it. Weird. No, I've, I've done it too. I of course. I think we've all done because it. of fear. We think if we say our real goals, they're gonna. You know, do away with us because we don't want to grow in the company. You know, before I, it's so true. Before I got canceled at, at that private school, I remember during the interview process, the head, the head of the school, the headmistress, she said, "So where do you see yourself in five years?" I was like, um, "You know, I see myself evolving in this field and growing as a professional, as an educator. I see myself truly doubling down, and you know, uh, I see myself truly doubling down and." Focusing solely on my craft of being the best educator as, as I could possibly be and then to even grow even more in the aspect of writing and I love writing and um, I'm hoping I can do that while you know having my time spent well here serving here in the school and then she was like oh that's excellent well I hope you are even thinking along the lines possibly of a PhD or something of that magnitude because we would love to push you to get you to that next level and when she said that I was like you know what I actually have been thinking about those things if she hadn't said that I would have never brought that up Right, but the fact that she brought that and made that a viable option for me, I was like, "Wow, I think they really care about career growth." Now, outside of the situation that happened to me with the whole situation and me, you know, being relieved of my duties there, I feel as I feel as if like had that situation not occurred, you know, due to the elite 
nature and status of the school, that's probably what they really would have wanted for me. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I think it just goes to show, like, depending in the, the, the context of the situation and where you find yourself location-wise, you'd be surprised at, you know, just the support system you'd find in your um, employer. Right. It's not an often scenario, but any employer that thinks like that is a winner, and I want to work for that company. Exactly. Because I can take some of those things and implement it into my business later on down the line. Right. So it's, don't be afraid to... Uh Tell people what you want to do. Tell people your goals because you'll be surprised how much they may support you. It's so true. Does the fear in losing prevent people from experimenting or taking risks? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, definitely. I mean, that's the reason why some most people don't invest or most people don't leave their job. It's so true. You know, that guy didn't work for UPS for 25 years because he loved boxes. Yeah. He stayed there because... Maybe he was afraid he couldn't find better. No, that's a fact. That's a true fact. Yeah, circumstance fact. plays a lot into circumstance it. Circumstance plays a lot into it, too. Yeah. Um, I know we've talked about this. I know you're like, Kev, like, you're just like, all right, yeah, I'm going to do this thing now. Yeah, I'm leaving teaching. I'm going to And it's like, dang, brother, like, slow down. Or like, dang, like, he's really doing so. Kev is really moving out here. I know a lot of people, too, in my life feel like, dang, like, how does he just move around like that? Right. With no fear of what tomorrow holds. And yeah. he's just trying everything. To me, it's just not fear. It's just experimentation. Yeah. It's trying to go where no other man in my family has ever been. Right. And that's wealth. You know, accumulating, acquiring wealth and just being wealthy. So on the way to that journey, I understand that there's a story that must that, that must take place. There's there's experiences that must happen in order for me to get there. It's true. So I'm going to try to take all of those different avenues, build up myself, build up my reputation, build up my resume, build up my skills and my assets and try to get there. It's true. I mean, why fear when we came from nothing? have nothing to lose exactly i mean it's like it's either we settle and live a life of you know just an average life yeah or we take chances to get a shot at real wealth right i'm taking a chance all day long man, yeah, man i watch sure. my parents live an average life right. I, i'm willing to sacrifice absolutely. it all absolutely i don't want this to be another recurring episode you know yeah i'd rather uh you know be in a you know be on the side of the street saying I am on the side of the street because I I tried too many times to to take a shot at wealth. It's true. Then work for someone for forty years and not attain anything at all. It's one hundred percent true. You know when I started, you know I, I I know I bring this up a lot, and I and you know wise community, you probably heard me mention this several times on this podcast about me making the music of my job with the kids. Yeah. I think the reason why I bring it up often is because. I'm proud of what I was able to accomplish. Yeah, of course. I never thought in my life that if you would have told me I would have tried to and even attempted to produce and make tracks for kids, I would have said, hell no, never, not in a million years. Right. But I actually stepped out of my comfort zone, stepped into the risk of embarrassing myself to actually do it. Right. And then having to humble myself to learn the process and build myself up. Right. And I think that I talked about this on episode 45. Um, I say all that to you to say, Mark. When I think about that, right, and the fear that, you know, was definitely within me in terms of doing that whole process, it was innate. It was strong, but I still pushed through. I will continue to talk about this process to anyone who comes along the way, and I will continue to sing its praises and how well I did because I never thought I would have been able to do it. Mm. I never would have thought that, you know? And one of my... uh, Shout out to my boy Larry. He actually hooked us up with the, you know, the Stay Wise cast. Yeah, I was you know, just looking at it. For actually. sure. I for like sure. That. Absolutely. It's coming <laughs> soon. It's coming soon. That's right. Um, my boy Larry, 
You know, he, I, I had him playing the role of album manage, management for one of the kids that was recording. I had everybody playing roles right. throughout this whole entire process. I, I do that for all the projects I do with the kids. I have fellow staff members playing roles and serving the purpose of that role. Mm-hmm. I remember one day he came into the office, he heard some of the, he heard the music coming along and he heard um, some of the actual finished tracks, like the actual songs, not just right. the, 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 the production, but the actual vocals on the tracks. And then he literally went like this. He, he took his mask. He put it. He put it down. He was like, "Yo, man, you know you're greater than this job." And then he put it back up like that, as if like he had uttered like a slur or something totally disrespectful. He didn't want the bosses or anyone to hear. Right. I was like, "For real? You think so?" He's like, "Kev, man." He's like, "I know you're humble, but who else could really do this? What rehab therapist you know would actually take the time to learn something within a span of two weeks, devote their time um, to it?" away from work go home and try to master it and then come back and try to put this together together for the kids he's like this is something that they will never forget as long as they live yeah, they will never forget this it will truly have an impact on them throughout the remainder of their lives and something like this should not stop here this is a great facility i understand we take care of juvenile youth but it should not stop here i don't know what but i think there are greater things planned for your future and when he said that i was like oh wow and I wasn't just thinking about that because, oh, it sounds pretty good. And he was gassing me up. I was just like, I was like, shit. I was like, maybe he's right. Maybe. Yeah. And it goes back to what you said. All the greats or the greats in the making, they don't stop at where they're at. They're, they're, they're naturally going to be pit stop people. Right. They're just stopping along the way. Yeah. That's I mean, I, yeah, I definitely truly believe that, uh, you know, you will head a nonprofit, you know, just fulfilling your vision. Right. I, I truly believe that. I mean, yeah, it's in man. stone. I want it to clear as day. Myself. Absolutely, for sure. So, uh, man, it's just crazy to think about, man. It's just, and I'm not saying this to play into the show. I'm, I'm really being humble. It's just, it's all just humbling. Yeah. What a year it's been, 2020, just learning things and just trying new, just try, just putting myself out there on a limb, you know, uh, just taking risks and just trying new things I never thought I'd do, you know? Exactly. Um, if we aren't unconfident people, how do we go about building a winning mentality slash persona? What are the steps, if any? Man, I mean, first, you have to have a vision, I believe. Yeah, you know, me too. Because once you get the vision, if you yourself believe in your vision, the confidence will come. That's true. Because whenever you believe in something, you begin to walk in the step, the footsteps of, of that you know mm-hmm. field. And work towards it. Exactly. That's true, 100%. And also, man, I mean, sometimes you have to fake it till you make it. Yeah. Sometimes you have to be that person before you become that person. You have to, like you said, it all goes in tune with what you just said. You have to see it in order to believe it. Exactly. You have to live that truth before that truth actually runs its course and becomes a reality. Exactly. I, I wholeheartedly believe that, you know. If I were to say I'm a millionaire, yeah, you know that wouldn't be true. Yeah, but if I would have said I was, would the audience have believed me? The answer is yes. Yeah, the answer is yes because it drips off of me. You know, mm-hmm. I I try to walk and talk and act and live and think as a millionaire. That's a fact. So I don't know anyone that would question that I am or not. But I am not a millionaire. Right. right. But I'm right. just saying if I lie, yes. they believe me. They believe you. It's true. It's true. You are the 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 you are the ore that you emanate. It, it absolutely from you. It oozes from you. People can see it, and I won't stray away from that until I get it. Until I get the million. So, some people will say arrogance. Right. Some people will say you know full of himself. Right. I'm just sure of myself. Yes, you're just you playing know? a different game. That's it. A whole different plateau. That's it, man. That's it, man. I'm humble as hell, but I refuse to 
downplay anything. You can't. You know, it's just that's I, a yeah. It would just it would hurt my own soul if I were to try to you know that's downplay a, myself. That's a big lesson I've learned this year from you. Don't downplay your your abilities. Right. Don't downplay who you are. Play it up. Yeah. Play it up. Sometimes even now, like if I'm talking and I say like just the other week at my job. I was like, you know, we've been short-staffed, a whole bunch of stuff going on. Right. And I remember I was saying in a laughing matter, in a joking matter with everybody, everyone was making jokes or whatnot, you know, people been calling out or whatnot. And right. I told them, I was like, I'm the LeBron James of this company. Right. And everybody was looking at me, and then this one girl, she laughed. She's like, huh? She's like, cocky, arrogant, are we? I was like, no, that's true. I am the LeBron James of this entire organization. You said that? I did. Oh, damn. All right. Well, she's a good friend of mine. So, so I say that to say that we have a very playful back and forth, no, yeah, I, no, I and 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 on top of that, like you know, uh, we're all comfortable with each other for the most part. Like even though we're coworkers, I wouldn't say we're all necessary. I wouldn't say we're all necessarily friends, but we have friendly like chatters and conversations, right? Know, and conversations with each other. But I, I told all of them. I said, I'm the LeBron James of this company <laughs> in regards of what I've been able to prove and do. Hey, and then my boy, and then one of my boys, um, I can say his name because he's been on the podcast before. Yeah. my boy Carl. Shout out to Carl. He was on episode 16 um he was on episode 16 lost and found shout out to my boy carl he worked he works at my job with me and then he was like nah kev nah 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 you ain't the no 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 damn lebron james of this company and he's laughing or whatnot i said i am mind you he works very hard at what he's doing he has, he's actually one of our supervisors right. carl works very very hard and he's just as much a hard worker as i am damn near pretty much around the same right. i said i am lebron james of this company and i said and you're anthony davis I was like, you're a top five caliber talent, but I'm number one. And then he was just like, nah, 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 nah. I was like, I'm an alpha. He said, nah, man, I'm, I'm, I'm an alpha too. I said, you are an alpha. I'm 1A and you are 1B. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> I had to keep it real. Yeah, bro. I had to keep it real. You are no no no, and I'm not saying this is downplays ability. Right, no no no, I, I get you. Are shift, you are a shift supervisor, so you make sure that the shift runs smoothly. You make sure that all the uh, activities that are supposed to happen for the day they're they're ran. Right. You make sure that when it's time for the kids to transition to go downstairs to eat, they do that. Right. You make sure that all staff is in compliance of making sure that we operate the program and run the activities the way they need to do. Right, right, Bruh. Who else is having the kids who never in their lives would damn near step in front of people mm-hmm. actually find the confidence to step in front of people and actually perform poetry? Yeah. Who else do you know have these kids, you know, rapping? You know, and maybe maybe they were rapping before, but actually have it on wax on record. So if they ever want to pursue this when they get out of there, get out of here, they could. Wow. Who do you know has kids building and tricking them into? building their own educational background of communication skills and having their own sports talk show where they have to use words such as leverage, implementing, isolation, consecutive, and as well as disgruntled into their vocabulary and as the only way to mandatorily bring about this sports talk show. Right. Me. Who That's creates true. this stuff? Who creates the, the curriculum or the units that I do? And then have you all play roles to be a part of the team winning process and the formula? I'm LeBron. Hey, man. I can't, hey. I can't argue with that. And I started to say to myself, Kev, why would you say this, man? <laughs> this is very arrogant of you. This is not like you, Kev. That's, but, yeah. bro, you know why I can say it? Why? Because I can back it up. I'm willing to get my hands dirty and do the things that a lot of people normally wouldn't do. 
A lot of people when they when, when it's four o'clock and they clock out, man, they're going home to their families, their friends, gonna go watch the basketball game, have a have you know have a cold one. They're not even thinking about the job. Right. I go home, learn how to do the music, and I'm thinking about wow, Keon, you know, Keon or whoever the case may be will sound great on this track. Mm. Hey, I'm I my greatness is that I'm working to build myself up in something and actually getting good at it to bring about the greatness in somebody else. And that's what LeBron does. He takes the average and he yeah. elevates them. Right, right. I'm great. And I looked at them just like that and I said, I'm great. Wow. Man. I'm the face of this organization. <laughs> <laughs> that ruffled some feathers. Wow. But that's even real. You, whoa. Yeah, you what, definitely ruffled some feathers. And that. when I went home, I was like, Kev, did you really say that? You know what my inner conscience told me, Mark? What? It's okay. You deserve to say that. Wow. I was like, I wow, mean, No, but at the end of the day, if you were full of shit... You would look like an idiot, but it was true. So what could they say? Even if it ruffled their feathers, or someone like Carl's like, oh, whatever. You all, you've all sang my praises. You all know what's going on here. You all know what Kevin's bringing into That's the program. That's heavy. I, damn, I wouldn't even say that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but, man. But you know what? Where, where will they ever find, once I leave, where will they ever find a rehab therapist who's actually an artist who can actually do all these things ever again? It's true. I mean, it's about knowing your worth and knowing who you are. That's it. And... The fact that you said that shows it needed to be said. It did. Whether you were speaking to your own self or speaking to everybody. Because sometimes you've got to remind yourself of who you are. And that's what I did. I had to remind myself verbally yeah. and let people know that. I'm putting myself on the spot right. in front of everybody to tell y'all who I am. Because I'm starting to realize as great as I am, I'm never going to live up to the greatness or be recognized for my greatness, uh, Mark, by just saying, oh, no, yeah. Just speak for me. yeah, just yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk about my greatness, but yeah, oh, I'm humble. Right. I'm starting to realize that's not going to do anything for me. I'm working hard. I'm putting the work behind it. I'm gonna back it up. Hey, that's real, bro. And before we get out of here, final question of the day of our final episode of this season. Last question for you: When do we celebrate the wins, and what is and, and sorry, when do we celebrate the wins, and what is the following step after immediately experiencing them? Wow, that's interesting. Uh, when do we celebrate the wins? When do we celebrate the wins? And what is the following step after immediately experiencing them? Wow, I mean... I mean, I would celebrate the win immediately. I mean, yeah. as soon as I get the win, I'm going to you know, do something to reward myself. But it can't last more than a weekend. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That was a trick question for you. That's the mindset of a winner. That's yeah. what I like to hear. Yeah, for sure. That's man. what I like to hear. Once you get that win, you have to get ready to find the next win. Yeah. The greats do that. Hey, thanks. We got the win. We're one more away from the NBA. We're one more away from the NBA championship. Yeah. We haven't done anything yet. That's oh, true. what's next? You just won the NBA championship. I'll try to come back and repeat and do it again. Right. You know? It never stops. It never stops. It never stops. But in a healthy way, I think now us getting older, we're starting to realize that we have to at least once we get that win, all right, let me take the next three, four days off to celebrate this win. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then maybe the fourth and final day of celebration, oh, wow, that's a new idea. Oh, man, if I could just top them this time, they'll never see this coming. They'll be like, wow, he did it again. Mm-hmm. That's what keeps driving me. That's what keeps fueling me to, 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 to persist and to go on. Right, exactly. You know? My brother, it's getting late. Um, it's the final Tuesday of the podcast right for the year I think this is good I think we're we're good in terms of leaving, uh, 
the folks on a high note. Sounds great. With that being said, man, um, I'm going to let you start off. What is one word? Give me one word to the wise you can give the people today that they can move forward to kind of cap off this year in regards to this topic. You're bred to lose, but you're built to win. What is one word to the wise you have today? Just, um, just motivation. Mm. You know, like every sales job I've ever had, they always say, you know, what is your, what is your, uh, motivation? What is your purpose? Yeah. Because a lot of people don't know what their why is. That's true. You know, they go to work every day and they're just, you know, they're not really putting their all into it because they're not really focused on the why. Right. You know, when you have a strong why, like it could be, you know, you want to bring wealth to your family. You want to buy a new house to, you know, get your family out of a certain neighborhood. You want to, you know, you're someone needs help. You know, once you have that why and you can cement that in your soul that this is the reason why I get up every morning everything will, will become that much easier, you know, when it comes to actually executing on it. Agreed. You know, getting yourself out of the bed and just pushing forward and doing what you have to do. Agreed. 100%. So um, I think it's all about discovering that why. Yeah. And once you get that, the, the rest of the work isn't that hard. I mean, it's just going to be just, just sweat equity at that point, just putting in the hard work. No, 100%. Yeah. 100%. For me, to close out this season with our final words of the why segment of the... Uh, the season and as well as the year um, my words of the wise would be uh, it's two part it's actually one word but mm-hmm. you know due to how you like look at the suffix of it right you can use it look at it as two parts accept or acceptance accept that challenge accept that failure embrace it embrace the loss embrace the challenge embrace the failure um, embrace the challenge embrace the failure and embrace the loss accept, accept them just accept them all mm-hmm. accept them all and learn from it. Right. I have no other. I have nothing else left to say. Just know that life will punch you in the mouth. And like you know, we mentioned before with Mike Tyson, you got to pivot. Yeah. You got to pivot, and you got to be ready to strike it back with the right hook of your own. So just accept the loss and move on. Had I stayed in that mindset that I was in when I lost that job and when I got fired, not lost the job, but when I got fired at at the Walker Man, I would not be who I am today. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Especially when I got fired the additional time when I was over at Winterlocks High School. But here I am today, Amy. Right. I'm here. One year later, one December later, here I am. Right. And I've accomplished so much in a year, you know? Executing on your purpose. Executing on my purpose. And maybe finding a new purpose within my purpose. Right. That I even know. That I didn't even know, you know? Mm. So, yeah, man. Um, Bruh, to close this out... We did a podcast in 2020, man. From talking about it in 2019. Yeah, that's true. We put together a podcast, a full year, 46 or 47 if you count the bonus episode. 47 episodes worth of content, man. I didn't I didn't think a year ago we'd be here, but man, here we are, man. What a what what a what what a hell of a year it's been, man. Yeah, it's been fantastic, man. I mean, just uh just the space that we've grown in a year's time. Yeah. It's just it's a blessing to still be moving forward on it, man. Especially with our between our goals and the podcast and business and all this other stuff. We just gotta keep pushing forward, man. Just evolving every day. Absolutely. It's been amazing, bro. Just thorough. So before we close out, I just wanna give a couple of shout outs real quick. Mm -hmm. Um, shout out to everybody who joined us uh, and featured as a guest for this season of the Wise Guys. Right. All right, so with that being said, 
Shout out to my boy Larry, my boy Larry Bowers, you know, who works with me at my job and who, who is also the owner of 5TC uh, Clothing. Um, he does designs for you in regards to your brand and he can help you get set up. So reach out to him, um, 5TC Athletics Enterprise at gmail.com. Hit me up for the info, I'll give it to you guys. Awesome. So shout out to my boy Larry Bowers. Uh, shout out to my homegirls, uh, Lily and Taylor. Shout out to those two. For hopping onto the Wise Guys podcast as well in episode 33, A Case for Young Women. Shout out to them. All right. Shout out to Gene Yao, Jimmy Frederick. Mm-hmm. All right. For hopping on episode 35, Breaking Chains, Becoming Better Men. That was an excellent conversation. Oh, yeah. That was fantastic. An excellent conversation. So if you haven't checked that one out, I think that might be one of my top two favorite episodes this season. Gotcha. Definitely check, check that out. Shout out to the ladies who are always coming on to talk to us on our podcast. Right. The good friends. And at this point, with even with Gene and Jimmy, they're like an official, unofficial guests at this point. Right. Shout out to Anais, Teresa, exactly. and as well as Amanda and Taishan for joining us for their very first times. Shout out to you ladies. It's always a great conversation when we talk to them. Definitely. So uh, we hope to... Um, well, we thank you for coming on, you know, everyone, um, and especially those last two horde of guests. We hope to see you back um, again on the Wise Guys podcast in the near future. Sounds great. And last but not least, shout out to our boy Jerome Davis uh, on episode 43 and episode 44. Jerome's really cool, man, and we think we might have a spot for him here and there as a recurring guest, like a, re- like a recurring guest analyst for season three of the Wise Guys, man. Oh, yeah. I think Jerome's he's, a solid dude. Yeah, man. man. Um, I think he's dope. Historian. Yeah, you know, he knows his history. He knows just his background, not as just you know an American, but going back into his heritage. In yeah, terms of, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So I, I also talked to him about that earlier today. So you know, he's looking forward to actually you know popping in here and there. You know, on season three of the Wise Guys to talk to us. Yeah. I think it creates extra like real great dialogue too. Like those two conversations alone on forty three, forty four, right. really shows like. The chemistry that all three of us have when we're together. So, right, right, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, love to have him back on. That would be great. 100%. And with that being said, my brother, anything else you'd like to add before I close it out? Uh, yeah, man. Just uh, appreciate everybody listening in. Oh, yeah, know. man. Hell of a year. Germany, France, India, uh, the UK. Right. Um, all of those countries, man. People yeah. tuning in from everywhere. Shout out to Venus uh, from France listening in. Wherever you're tuning in from. Yo, I didn't even think that we would go international, but we did in a couple of spots, a couple of markets. Yeah, that's a blessing, man. You know, just uh, anybody that appreciates the content, man, we appreciate you guys. You know, uh, feel free to give us your feedback. You know, DM us, email us. Just let us know what you think. If you have any uh, ideas for topics on a future season, man, it would be wonderful if you, you guys send us your thoughts. Absolutely. Yeah. And as mentioned um, prior over the past couple of weeks. As a matter of fact, this whole entire month, as I've mentioned on my IG stories, um, Life Comes From Concrete, my first poetry book. Um, I'm sending out three to four copies this year to four lucky listeners for Christmas. Oh, that's so, awesome. So please, if you are um, a fan of The Wise Guys and you want to know a little bit more about my story through poetry, um, please be sure to follow uh, my IG stories on the on the Wise Guys page and then look out for the code. I'll DM you and, the, and you know, um, uh, first people to react and respond the first three four will get a book that's awesome and uh even if you're not one of the lucky four or five people 
it's well worth the well worth the money, man. It's, Absolutely. it's phenomenal. Yeah. yeah, thank you, bro. Thank you, bro. It's all it's all in gear, all in gearing up for you know the next chapter of Flower That Rose coming twenty twenty one. I mean, you know? such a powerful uh, powerful piece of work, man. It's it's wonderful. How how much did you say the book was going for? Uh, the actual price? Yes, uh, nineteen ninety nine, folks. That's almost free. Yes, that's almost, almost free. free, man. Yes, copy. I mean, especially for something of that caliber, I, I don't think. I mean. At that price, we're not talking. The value was just overfilling, yeah, overflowing. You know, like right. it's it's an amazing piece. Right. You guys need to check it out for if, sure. If you can get a large chicken and broccoli for fifteen ninety nine, exactly, you can definitely pick up this book. You'll love it. It'll it'll definitely change your aura and your mood for about a week, and then you'll take that week, and then you'll live on with what you learned and what you've taken from it, and live on forever. It's amazing. Absolutely it true. We're talking about the LeBron James here. Exactly. 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 <laughs> well, with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to miss you, but we'll see you again. Uh, you know, we'll be back, guys. We're, we're coming back on the air for season three, February 10th, mm-hmm. February 10th. And we're actually moving the day of our podcast. It's normally on Tuesdays, but for season three only, we will be airing every Wednesday because Mondays and Tuesdays will be the weekly rollout promotion for a flower that rose. Right. So I right. want to give it kind of space to breathe and have those rollout promotional efforts on Mondays and Tuesdays. That's so fantastic. So Wednesdays, just for season three only, uh, Wednesdays will be coming out with every new episode for season three only. Yeah, right. Wednesday is perfect actually. Right in the middle of the week. Right in the middle of the week. Something People to get you that. over the hump. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. 100%. So ladies and gentlemen, that's our show. All right. Uh, when, by the time we come back, you know, uh, I'll be 30. So... I will no longer be saying, it's your boy, Kevin Unglad. I'll be saying, it's the man, Kevin hey, Unglad. That's a fact. Because I'm coming. Fact. You know what I'm saying? That's so, right. With that being said, ladies and gentlemen, we appreciate you. Merry Christmas to all of your family out there. Happy Hanukkah. Uh, what's the other one? Happy Kwanzaa. Yes. Or whatever it is that you celebrate. And Happy New Year. Okay. This is your boy, Kevin Unglad. And this is Mark Root. And once again, ladies and gentlemen, you've been tuned in and you've been tuning in to the Wise Guys Podcast. Happy New Year. Happy holidays. And we'll see you February 10th, Wednesday, February 10th, next year. Stay wise. Happy holiday, guys. (laughs) (laughs) I love it.